Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Advice with Alex and Friends, the podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, Novella. Hi guys. And is it rude to say Happy New Year in February? No. Okay, well, Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. (laughs) Obviously, we did say that we were going to be away for a little while, making adjustments Mm. and things like that. Um, This year, the podcast is going to go places like, I believe in the power of the tongue. We're we're, we're going to do serious things. So make sure you're following the podcast. At Advice with Alex on Instagram and Twitter. Very, very soon, we will have a TikTok. (gasps) So um, watch this space. Definitely (laughs) watch this space. And make sure you are subscribed if you're not already. I don't know why. And make sure you follow the podcast. So, for example, on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, we're on all sorts of places. Make sure that you're following following us there so that whenever an episode comes out, you can see it straight away and click and listen and enjoy and make the rest of your day better. So... Um, I guess we've got to catch up with what's been going on with us. Like, I can't believe we're already like in the middle of February. I like, I feel like we were just saying Happy New Year, and yeah. now already time has, yeah, time has gone, and we we're in like the shortest month as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, the next the next couple is only like two more weeks left of February, and then that's it. And we then we move, on we'll move on to ah, March. Like the spring, first... spring is coming. Yeah, the first quarter yeah huh. yeah end of march would be like the first quarter of the year done yeah already yeah it's so crazy i know it's so crazy uh i feel like Jan- january feels like so long ago as well and it really it wasn't it was only just two weeks i know but january was like the fastest january i've ever experienced in my life yeah it we know the so, reasons why yeah it went by so quickly so but listen <laughs> after two years of fighting this thing of saying yes Two years. You know, basically saying that we're COVID proof. Yes. COVID came and got us simultaneously. Oh. It got you first. It got me first. Yep. 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 Oh, guys, honestly, it was, <laughs> it was the worst thing ever. So, uh, so I was kind of keeping, because we basically, I was meant to go to Dubai over the new year. Mm-hmm um just like a last minute trip and I was so so excited like haven't been away and for ages and stuff like that so I I just need out of this country so I've been doing no hugging don't touch me I'm going away I don't need you (laughs) yeah I don't need you I don't need distress so like a couple days like Christmas all good been testing negative every single day guys I went to go and do my fit to fly um, so this is the test you need to take to fly to a different country, basically. And you've got to show that you're negative. I went to go do that. Why is it when I came back, the test read positive? I, I actually need, <laughs> I think I was more concerned <laughs> the fact that I couldn't go <laughs> rather than I had COVID. COVID yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, you know, you know, we're ready to travel. Yeah. Do you know, nah, these, <clears throat> it was the worst thing. Cause like on that day, right. We had been, we'd, picked up our last minute bits mm. we've gone shopping mm. like I was packing my suitcase my suitcase was packed guys mm. I'm sitting there with hot chocolate and crackers just enjoying my life and then I get this email back to say you've tested positive <laughs> just like it can't be me it's a lie it's a lie because like I had no symptoms like I felt fine I was like where did this come from 
And then, yeah, guys, like I had the Rona. I, lit- I literally did. And so, um, yeah, so I was in isolation for the whole of uh, New Year's. Um, my family as well were also in isolation, um, which was hilarious because during that time they didn't even test positive, which was great, I guess, mm-hmm. as well. But like I, I've never spent so much time alone by myself. I hated it. I absolutely hated it. Um uh, but yeah, I had a good rally of people around me, kept me entertained. My <laughs> my lovely Alex, because I couldn't go to Dubai, she sent me a uh, lamb shawarma. <laughs> so I ate it from my bedroom contently. <laughs> and this was the, you know what was so great about eating that? Mm-hmm. No one could ask me anything because I was infectious. Yeah. <laughs> you don't so have to no ever, I didn't have to share my food. <laughs> it was the best thing ever. As I picked it up from downstairs, I take it straight up to my bedroom. It was the best, because if I would have ate it normally down, Says, you know, my sister would be like, Oh, can I start? Oh my god, that time I was living literally, but um, yeah, yeah. But I'm just, I was just so after the initial shock, I was just so thankful that I had very, very mild to none symptoms. I think I got myself so worked up that I lost my appetite, mm. so I thought losing my appetite was a symptom. But apparently not. I think I just worked myself up. So got so stressed about it that. But yeah, but luckily I recovered and everything. And it was it was it was all good. So right now I'm um as I keep saying, I'm I'm superhuman right now. I'm I'm above the law. Yeah. I've got my antibodies. We're doing well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not stressing right now. Yeah. But yeah. But everyone was catching COVID over Christmas and everybody, New Year. No, honestly, what everybody was. Anybody that didn't catch COVID during this period, Omicron said, I'm coming to find you. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to find where you are and I'm going to infect you. And you're going to be sick, okay? Yeah. And that is literally what happened. I was like, no, I can't. When I tested positive, because first and foremost, I had a sore throat. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> because me, I'm somebody who I, I've been doing, you know, drinking all the teas. Yes, you know, you know the older auntie recipes. I've been doing that. Ginger, yeah, black pepper, yeah, honey, this, turmeric. that, whatever. I drink turmeric, everything in everything. my tea. Ever. Yeah. I've been I've been doing it for weeks. Yeah. yeah? Then as well, taking vitamins. Yeah, been doing and, that. And as a whole, just just eating healthier. Yeah. So doing that. I had no business yeah. being sick. Mm. So when the sore throat came came, I said, who? Who? Who did this to me? <laughs> I was around family over Christmas and New Year's period. So I said, who did this to me? And I was vexed because it was my, it was coming up to my birthday. And already last year, we've already discussed that yeah. for my birthday last year. Even if you wanted to sit down in McDonald's, that was not an option. I couldn't do anything for my birthday last year. So yeah. I was looking forward to, you know, like there was lots of different like things um, that I was looking forward to do for my birthday. And Dorona came and I, I was, I had Corona on my birthday i think by the time it came and said that mm. i had tested negative it was already like late in the evening yeah so my birthday had come and gone um but it was really nice because although covid tried to scatter my birthday it ended up being a birthday month as opposed to like a, a birthday yeah. week or day that kind of thing obviously loads of people took me out yeah novella being one of them <laughs> and um sent me things and like, at, you know, at my big age, yeah. it was really nice yeah. to feel like really loved over my birthday. So, yeah. yeah, this was definitely one of my best birthdays. It was really nice. And I think in the beginning, when I first found out I had COVID, I can't lie. I was like, 
I was going around the house and I was even slapping my thigh like, damn, like, what is this? What kind of nonsense is this? And the whole isolation. I mean, I struggled. I told you. Guys, I, voiced my, I was like, no. Nah, guys, I'm Alex. Nah. Alex, when Alex sent me the voice note, it's one of my funniest voice notes I've received <laughs> in like, in like two years. Like literally her first words were, Mayday, Mayday. <laughs> I literally sat there like crying with laughter. Like although it was sad, but the way she did it, she's like, Mayday, Mayday, wife, I've got the Rona. <laughs> I've got Coviana. <laughs> I was literally, I was like, I felt so sorry, but I was just dying. But you're laughing. <laughs> It was so funny. I had to yeah, laugh sorry, because yeah. otherwise I would have been doing quite like no. I was walking around the house like slapping my my thigh, all like just like, you know, you know, like African artists oh, every now and then when they Yay. they do this. That was me around the house to the point where my partner was like, "Get a grip! What are you doing?" You and, have it. Yeah, you have it. Like okay, cool. And luckily, it was just me. It wasn't mm. him. It wasn't yeah. my son. Mm. Thank God for that. Um, yeah, and then I. I remember one day I was just, I felt claustrophobic because like, I need to go, I need, I need, I need to go, I need to go. Yeah. I literally went for a drive and I, obviously I didn't interact with anybody. Yeah. But I think the blessing for me is the past two years, I feel like I've been crippled by the fear of COVID. Yeah. And it made me really anxious. But once I had COVID, I no longer felt anxious about it. Like you said, I feel superhuman. Yeah. I've got the antibodies. You can't tell me nothing. And it, there was almost this like, is this it? Yeah, I know it's Omicron. No, yes. I'm not going to sit here and downplay no, COVID. No, 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 of but course. it was like, oh, okay. You know, sometimes the anticipation no of something punishes yeah. you. Yeah. But then when you go through it. I know. It's, it's okay. I know. So I definitely feel a sigh of relief yeah. now that I've had COVID. So, yeah. Because yeah. So, yeah. it was a myth for me. A myth in terms of, because I, I hadn't caught it yet. I was just like, oh God, you just never know mm-hmm. and what it is. But you're right. You're absolutely right. I think I'd got so worked up about oh my god catching covid and then when i caught it i was just like okay yeah yeah like, i made my so, peace yeah i've yeah. made my peace like even my mum was like because i was like obviously i was wearing like a mask around the house and everything uh because i didn't want to catch it um didn't want to give it to anybody and but even my mum was just like oh. She's just like, I just want to catch it now just so I could get over and done with. Like, she was like, when she came out of it, right, and she kept testing negative, she's just like, I would have rather just caught it now because yeah. she said, I don't want to, I don't want to catch it at another opportunity. So it's like, it would just be better if we all just caught it now es- together. Especially because you um, know at that time of the year, you're not really doing too much. No, it's mm. like, it's January. It's not that deep. You don't really go out in January anyways because you're so broke. So it was making me laugh so much when she was just like, oh, I would have rather just caught it, Nivelle. I can't lie to you. Yeah. She said, I want the symptoms you had. <laughs> <laughs> like when parents try and make, you know, when one child has chicken pox, it's like, okay, yeah. come all the children Everybody, together so everyone can everyone get chicken pox together. Yeah. Let's just kill. And the, the other kids typically don't really end up getting sick. No, we do. no. Isn't it, isn't it so funny as well that um, even people that you were in close contact with or like, you know, people that you live with as well, never caught it either yeah especially like i was more so worried like of course for my son but yeah. he nothing he didn't have no no nothing not mm-mm. yeah mm-mm. so it just it was i guess it was just my time yeah it was my time to it have was. covid and you know it was a what a thingy time though because i know we said we were going to take a break until february mm. but we literally couldn't record in january because, and yeah because for about three weeks worth i caught it then yeah i was i had a little bit of long covid after where i was just knackered i was mm. so so tired i said i didn't really have symptoms but afterwards i really did feel like 
just drained mm-hmm. like after your you've had like the flu or something like that I felt drained like my body even though I didn't do anything but yeah and then yeah. and then like a week later you caught it oh, so it me. was just like when you suffer I suffer yeah <laughs> exactly that's exactly what he said to me he said if Novella got it I said I had to get it I had to get it and we were uh, yeah so it's just ironic how we how we both called it in January yeah. but you know is what it is. Yeah, and, and all the people that passed on to us, it's, it's okay. I've, I've made peace. I've, <laughs> I've made, made peace. I've made peace with it now because now I've made peace with COVID. Like I've made peace with the whole thing. It's cool. We'll, we'll continue as. But yeah, I guess we've got a lot to talk about. Yeah, so much yeah. has happened whilst we were away. Obviously, mm. I'm sad at the missed opportunity to drag the government by the singlet. Oh, but I'm sure that there'll be other opportunities, of course. Because you know we would have. Yeah. When that whole Boris thing, yeah. you know we would have been know, on it. I, you know we would have really... Yeah. Yeah. But it's cool. They will, they will mess, they'll mess up again soon. Yeah. So we'll come back. Yeah. Um, But I guess Hot the topics. first thing is is... In this country, racism versus animal abuse. Mm. Now, obviously, I'm not going to sit here and say one is worse than the other. I'm not going to sit here and say we should do one and not do the other. Both of them are despicable. Yeah. And I want there to be the bar when people do something wrong, period. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. Same level. Yeah. Like, you've done something wrong strike yeah so obviously we've watched mm-hmm. kurt zimmer yeah is that how yeah. i say his name yeah so we watched his video of mm-hmm. him um kicking and slapping and mm-hmm. throwing around his cat mm-hmm. now whenever something like this happens right there's steps so first and foremost you did the the attack or the abuse yeah. on the animal second of all you recorded it third of all you uploaded it so like there they, they were there were three points where you could have stopped and you didn't. You continued and mm-hmm. it got posted online and yeah. all of the fines and whatever it is that he's getting. I, I don't I'm not opposed to that. No, nope. you don't have any right to treat anyone or anything like that. That's no. disgusting. That's a human. Yeah. No, it's not a human. Sorry. That's a living thing. Yeah. And you don't you don't treat living things like, like that. that no, at all. no, absolutely. Um, I'm with you. But of course, in true fashion in this country, of course. Racism has a different standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always. Did you not know? <laughs> Always. Racism has a different standard. So is it Su- his Suarez? Is it Luis Suarez? Yeah. I want to say the Liverpool Luis. one. Yeah. Yeah. Alleged well, not even allegedly. Apparently he has he's made he's made comments like racist comments. Yeah. Obviously and he, biting an, uh, another player's ear. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's done several things, but yeah. But he just gets a, a slap on the wrist. Yeah. And gets to continue as as is. Yeah. Because racism, we clearly don't care about it in this mm. country. Yeah. It's not that bad. It's not that deep. Black people get over it. Yeah. And that's 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 it, Alex. That's, it's, it's just like, like you said, I can't stress enough like how... Um, despicable the behavior was Mm -hmm. and i'm just against all sorts of animal cruelty it's just disgusting yeah and his behavior and how he acted in that video was just awful and i agree with with the things that are coming his way i do agree with it because i just think it's i think it's just you know as a public figure as well to put that like you said you had three 
three separate steps where you can be like, is this a good idea? Mm-hmm. Is this a good idea? Mm-hmm. Is this a good idea? Mm-hmm. And you still ignore it and you still put it all out there. Yeah. So whatever consequences that come your way, so be it. Mm, like you said, my issue is that if we're going to have that energy with this, we have to have the energy with everything else. Yeah. And we have to all be on a level playing field. Mm-hmm. If if there were the same consequences for the different things like racism and stuff, trust me, we wouldn't say PIM. We really wouldn't. But I think what Britain continually shows us is that we are literally at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. And I'm we're s- on we're underneath the barrel. Yeah. 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 No, we, you can't even see us. You have yeah. To lift, you have to lift us up and then say hello, hi. But yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it just makes me sad that people have uh, that. It's great people have empathy and sympathy with animals because I, I I love animals and I'm I'm all for it. Um, and stuff. But when it comes to racism and other topics like that, people are are different. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's because we live in a country where a lot of families have animals, maybe. We're an animal-loving family, so they understand. Whereas with racism for them, they don't quite understand it and it doesn't fit them. So they they can't quite understand and comprehend it. For me personally, I don't know. But I just feel like it's just, yeah... It just sparked up. As soon as I saw this come out and I saw the player, I just knew exactly what was going to follow yeah, afterwards. Yeah, Straight yeah away. they were going to throw the book at him. Straight away. And then there was a response. I can't remember who the footballer was. It was like an ex-footballer mm-hmm. that came online and he brought in race into it and said, basically, animal cruelty is basically worse than racism. Mm-hmm. He said that out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. And I feel like from there, it sparked this whole debate debate Mm -hmm. about it so i'm kind of tired about talking about (laughs) yeah about race Race. and it's it's, it's, it's been it's been an exhausting two years obviously it's been exhausting period but a very because racism has been at the forefront of so many things and where white people have the privilege to kind of pick and choose what they want to listen to Mm -hmm. and what they, what conversations they want to engage Mm -hmm. in and when they want to be ignorant towards things. It is frustrating for us as black people. And this is, this is not the time for black people to point the finger at each other. We have to always remember who we should be pointing the fingers at. And Mm -hmm. that's at the people that are oppressing us. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll just leave it at, at that. And we'll see how, we'll see what happens next and what happens the next time that there's racism <laughs> in football. Yeah. Um, and I'd also like to remind people as football fans that you literally have the power in your hands. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the attention, all mm-hmm. of the money that you pour into football, mm-hmm. if you pull that out, mm-hmm. changes will be made. That's all mm-hmm. I'm going to say. Yeah. I, I don't feel like you should lean on players to do anything. Yeah. But you need to understand that you have power as a consumer. Mm-hmm. And so that's much. where the money comes from. That's why these people are so powerful because of consumers. Yeah. So if consumers start to put their foot down, then these big corporations are going to have to answer to you answer. as a consumer. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Yes. Um, 
speaking of consumers, we have a controversial person who caters to the consumers. One day she's loved by consumers, one day she's not. And that's Miss Molly May. <laughs> and um, she's coming out with a book. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that there's extensive details about the book at this point that, yeah. you know, that we're recording. Yeah. But essentially the book is about becoming, it's called Becoming Molly May. Um, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> this, oh my God. So many audacity. Oh yeah. Go on. Yeah. Don't you said, you said the audacity. No, I was just going to leave it there. I was just yeah. going to introduce the fact that she's, she's got a book coming out Yeah, uh, and it's called Becoming Molly May. So for those of you who don't know who Molly May is, Molly May is um, a star from Love Island. She was on Love Island in 2019. Mm-hmm. She didn't win, but was she runner up? Second. Yeah. Runner up. So, yeah. And her, her, her boyfriend is Tommy Fury. Mm hmm which is Tyson Fury, the boxer's brother. Mm-hmm. And they've been in a couple ever since. They're actually yeah. one of the couples that a bit like had Love. the long, like longevity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And from that the, series. Yeah, from yeah. that series. Yeah, because obviously the earlier ones, the early, the early ones, you know, they've had kids and got married. And yeah. Like when, when Love Island was raw. Yeah. And they had the, the smoking pit and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. And people people used to engage in activities on, on TV. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. But now, now it's a bit more polished and mm-hmm. influencer focused and yeah. everybody looks pristine and stuff like that. It's changed. So their relationship was quite... People were questioning their relationship, yeah. but they, they've still managed to, to stay... Well, questioning her. Well, yeah, questioning her and her motive and her yeah. agenda. Yeah. But um, she's managed to hold it down with him for two years. Mm-hmm. In fact, coming up to three. Yeah. Coming yeah. up to three years. Yeah. And um, that's a long time in 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 celebrity. No, it is influencer absolutely, bill. absolutely. That's a, a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's like a lifetime. Give her, her flowers for that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And um, she, so yeah, she's got this book coming out. Obviously, she's received lots of backlash. Obviously, in the time that we went here, in terms yeah. of we've got the same twenty four hours. So, what do you think about her putting a book out and titling it "Becoming Molly May"? I feel like it's bold. I like I like that choice of words. Yeah, I think it's bold. <laughs> and I, I, I can't... And the reason why I say it's bold, I don't like to knock people's hustles, yeah. right? Yeah. If you feel like that's a boss move for you, mm-hmm. I'm absolutely for that. And women, woman to woman, I'm not down for tearing other women down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I absolutely love it. However, do I think it was the right time? Mm-hmm. And is that title fitting? Mm. No. Mm-hmm. becoming makes it seem like you've had years or you've got years of it. I'm not saying, right. I'm not saying you can't tell people you can't give advice because you haven't had years experience. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm basically saying that she had a very unique journey mm-hmm. to becoming, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. When I think about becoming as well, it triggers something because I think about, um, um, Michelle Obama's book mm. Becoming and that's there's a real story mm. from there right there's a real story there I'm just thinking in 22 years right and you can't write your whole 22 years because you'll probably only write from what age 16 17 mm-hmm. to 22 years mm-hmm. which is what about seven eight years mm-hmm. and for you to put that all into a book for me is a bit it's a bit wild for me mm. personally so you think she's not ready I don't think it was, Mm -hmm. I don't think it, but who am I, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. But I don't think personally, um, 
what could could there be other 22 year olds that could relate to Molly Mae? Possibly, mm-hmm. if he looks like her, mm-hmm. and maybe if he had the same privilege as her. Mm-hmm. But majority of people don't. Yeah. Even white people, majority of people yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. right? Because she had, things were set up for her. Mm-hmm. And I feel like her book should have been called Capitalizing. <laughs> on Molly. <laughs> Capitalizing. As in what she was great at. And mm-hmm. I will never, I think she's, I think she's great. Mm-hmm. I really do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm a was, massive fan she's of her. A, she was a woman with a plan. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but what my thing is for her, I think she needed she needs to realize she capitalized on her situations. Mm-hmm. Love I I know she did YouTubing before Love Island. Mm-hmm. Fine, absolutely. So then she made a boss move to say, actually, what am I gonna do next? Move on to Love Island. So that could give her, you know, more more audience and everything. She's a very pretty girl, right? She knew what she was doing when she was rocking certain outfits in Love Island. Her wardrobe in Love Island was, was on point. On point. She knew how to work the camera. Mm-hmm. She was not stupid. Mm-hmm. She capitalized on, on her situations, which, which isn't wrong, right? You gave her a situation and she capitalized on it, which is great. But is it something where I feel like she has the experience to probably tell other people? I, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I've been on the fence because actually I was just like, First of all, when I saw it, I was just like, I wouldn't want to read that. But then another part of me is just like, actually, I would actually like to read the book just to see what she said. Just for investigation. Just for investigation, just to see what she says. Because Hmm. there might be parts of her life that we don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I can only talk on the stuff that I've seen. You can tell me about it. Yeah. (laughs) There might be stuff that I haven't seen, but I don't know. Tell me about it. Yeah. But yeah, for a 22 year old to come out and put, yeah, I don't know. I, I think for me, it's not her age. No. I think it's her journey. Yeah. And obviously, I feel conflicted in what I'm about to say because I don't want to sit here and knock anybody's journey yes, or hustle. Yes, absolutely. Or, because we tend to glorify, glorify struggle. Yeah. But I feel like there's other 22-year-olds who've kind of experienced life. So for me, her book isn't for me. I'm not going to knock her putting the book yeah. out. Do what you have to do. Yeah. Collect your coins. If there's one thing she knows how to do is it's how to make money. money. Yeah. I respect that about her. She knows how to that's stay what, on top of her things. That's what her book has been called. Her book, yeah. How to make money. Making money. The capitalist Molly story. Moves. Molly, Making moves. Molly moves. Making Molly moves. <laughs> <laughs> Making Molly moves. I love that. That would have been a much fitting uh, title, right? Rather than becoming no, making Molly moves, like because that's what she does and that's what she's so great at doing. Yeah, have Cardi B change. um, Yeah, change. um, Oh gosh, what's what's the song? song? (laughs) I make money moves. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Have a little something. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) come on. A whole like marketing campaign. She should hire us. Come on, come on. We can help you. We can help you sell your book. But I think for me, obviously, I'm I'm not going to knock anybody from the age. There's a Absolutely. lot that you can learn from from younger people. I think yes. just her journey for me mm. is not something that I'm particularly invested in. I appreciate you. I'm happy for you. Absolutely. Go ahead, collect your coins, sis. Absolutely. I just don't care to hear about the background. If I'm I'm honest, Absolutely. and that that's that. You know, I'm not going to sit here and 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 get upset about it. Mm. Um, people speaking of people that get upset, we have Kim versus Kanye, K versus K. Um, I think this whole situation is really, really sad because 
obviously you have these two people that we've seen grow in their situation. We saw them get together. We saw, actually, we saw the pursuit of Kanye for Kim. Because Kanye has been on Kim for a very, very long time. Like back from when she was with Reggie Bush. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess Kim was like, no, no, no. And then all of a sudden, like they got together, even though obviously she was still married at the time. Yeah. Cool with that. And then um, they went on to have, no, they got pregnant yes, with Northwest pregnant, yeah. and then he proposed and then they got married mm-hmm. and then obviously now they've got four children mm-hmm. and yeah, it just kind of seemed like they were making it work, I guess up until recent years where we've seen Kanye battle, have mental health battles. And I think the point for me where I knew it was gonna come to an end eventually was when he was doing the rants yeah. over... Twitter, yeah. you know, and bashing the family. Mm. And they're very protective of their family. Yeah. Um, and I just thought, you say what you want to say about Kim Kardashian, but if she leaves this man, not going to lie. Not going to yeah. lie. There's yeah. not really anything you can say to, say to her about it because what we're not going to do is throw all my business out there yeah. and talking about how she wanted to have an abortion, abortion. and yeah. just really personal stuff that yeah. I was shocked because he's, out of all, out of them, he's always been the more, more private, private one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't even really yeah. show his face on no, that show. No, exactly. So that's what made it so confusing for me. Yeah. yeah. So, and then it seemed like the, the divorce was amicable. Yeah. She obviously showed support in his like recent tour and things like that. It just seemed like everything was fine. And obviously he, he's been parading around with various different women. Yeah. And then the second that she goes and gets her own little boofing, mm-hmm. Um, yeah 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 i've always been really conflicted over their relationship Mm. just i don't know why i always knew it wasn't gonna last i was surprised it got to five years i can't lie um oh yeah how long how long have they been married oh i think okay maybe six years i think it's longer than that or seven years 14 I think they, I want to say they got married in 2014. I feel yeah. like North was born in 2013. Okay. They probably got married in 2014. 21, seven years. So yeah, the divorce, if they think so seven years of marriage. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I've always been really conflicted about their relationship. Uh, the reason why I say that I change between <laughs> who's the problem is <laughs> <laughs> I always change. Mm-hmm. So originally when, when they got together, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my God, she's going to absolutely ruin Kanye. Mm-hmm. And then when I started seeing things come out, I was just like, yeah, see what I'm talking about? As he said, he going to leave your ass for a white girl. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, here we go again. And then, and then, yeah, you're right. And then the whole mental health issue thing happened. Mm-hmm. And then I saw, well, from what I could see on the internet, I saw a different side of Kanye. Yeah. And then I saw a different side of Kim and I actually really sympathised with her because I was just yeah. like, I think she's really trying to make this marriage work. Mm-hmm. And I really think she was in it for the long haul. Mm-hmm. But I think it was just getting you right. There is a line, right? And I think she would have done everything to kind of support him in terms of his mental health and all of that. Like she's not, go- she didn't seem like the person to leave. Mm-hmm. And yeah, 
So then I got to this point where I was just like, well, actually, I don't know. And then now, obviously, with all like just the tweets that have come up, like especially in the last couple of, couple of weeks, mm-hmm. even in the last week or so, I'm just like, someone needs to take this man's phone away from him. Yeah, honestly. Like, it's not good. Mm. It's not good. Like, I don't know if there's no one around like Kanye that that can tell him something like, you need to chill mm-hmm. because you can make things worse. Mm-hmm. And especially when you're going through such a public divorce, divorce and you're trying to go for joint custody mm-hmm. and like you're sending all these wild Twitter mm-hmm. things out mm-hmm. like that could, you know, damage going forward because they're going to put everything through scrutiny. If Kim's that kind of person, she could be collecting all this information. Say, she this don't man have is un- to collect. Well, yeah, it's out there, isn't it's it? It's out there. <laughs> like, this man is unstable. How can, how can our kids? How yeah. How can our, can our kids spend time with him? Kids? Yeah. Spend time with exactly. him. Exactly. Like you that. said, four. It's not even one. It's not one four. kid. Four okay. kids. Like, I feel like he's just making this situation uh, situation work. Mm-hmm. Kanye West is hurt. Yeah. Badly yeah. by this. Yeah. Really, really badly. Mm-hmm. And I think he's just taking it out, right? Mm-hmm. Just the wrong, wrong way. Mm-hmm. And you're right. I think probably seeing Kim with Pete and stuff like yeah. that triggered some real emotion on him. Mm-hmm. What do you feel about like him and this? Uh, I don't Julia know. Something. Yeah, like I feel like they're just they're they're just trying to force this relationship in our face because I just see it. I don't I, honestly. I I don't think anything about it because I honestly don't care. Yeah, I just think it's all it's all antics, of course. Um, it's really sad for her. I I think it's sad. She it may be sad for her. Honestly, I I it's the kids I feel sad for. Yeah, ultimately. Yeah. Um. Because as much as he's making noise saying, you know, recently, I want my family back. You don't want your, you don't necessarily want your family back. You want control over your family. You want to be the one who is the dictator and have things go your way. And I think for the longest time, Kim did go along with what Kanye said. And you could see it in her dressing. Yeah. Because once she got with him, her dressing changed completely. Kim was definitely a very fashionable person beforehand and more colourful. And then all of a sudden she got with Kanye. And he, I'll never forget that episode of Keeping Up With The Kardashians where he went through her wardrobe and started taking Taking things out. And I'm not going to lie, that's not, I know obviously he's a fashion guy and he was using her as a muse, but to me, that is a red flag in a relationship when somebody Who is... Who says Kanye West is fashionable? I'd never understood this man where he says he's... he thinks wearing cowboy boots and denim on denim makes him a fashionista. I wear the exact same thing. But I don't go claiming to charge people or whatever. Yeah. I've been wearing denim on denim since day. Yeah. But yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Oh my days. No, I've been but wearing leggings from day two. Yeah, just it's the whole. Anyway, no, that was that was a major red flag for me, and I yeah. think I felt serious concern in regards About to their relationship that. from that moment. And um, yeah, so she clearly has gone along for the longest time. I think, obviously, this is all speculation. Yeah. We don't know them. We don't live in their house. Yeah. We don't know the ins and outs of things. But it just kind of seemed to me that she went along with what he was doing. And maybe it was the campaigning for oh, the, the presidential God. campaign. Yeah. Maybe it was, you know, turning into like this mega man of like a mega church or whatever that she kind of started to draw the line and said, no. Because I remember, again, seeing a clip of him, again, trying to change what she was wearing. Yeah. 
and telling her to tone it down now that he's a man of God. Yeah, I remember that one. I think it was for the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. And she was, it was this, when she was going to wear this Muglia um, thing, it was stunning. It was the one where it was kind of see-through and she mm-hmm. had like the diamantes the coming The silver off. one. Was it silver? No, no. There was another one where it was like, um, it was nude. It was like, she had it where her waist was cinched in. Okay. Like she looked like a goddess she looked unbelievable and then yeah I think they were at the fitting the day before Mm -hmm. and then he was telling her like it's too sexy Mm. and then Kim was just like but you told me right to dress sexy Mm -hmm. and now all of a sudden because you're on a journey now where you don't um where you want to cover up or whatever then I'm on that same journey um that I should be on that same journey it was just like I'm not Mm -hmm. and I'm not doing it Mm -hmm. and you saw he stormed out yeah he got upset yeah really upset and it's just like but I was very proud of her in that moment and trust me I'm not a Kim Kardashian fan I'm not a Kim Kardashian hater she's just kind of there whatever but in that moment I thought yeah tell him tell him it's not me no. It's, it's, it's not me when like going nah. left, I have to go left we're going right I'm I have to go, go right you tell me when to dress sexy and then you tell me now I can't dress you shouldn't yeah he was selling her like yeah you shouldn't because of me basically you shouldn't have your things out yeah that's got nothing to do with me yeah you be on your you be on your journey yeah you go yeah exactly and that's what she said to him yeah you be on your journey yeah. and I'll, I'm on mine absolutely and that to me was like that's, a, that's separation. That's that the, that's the beginning of a separation. That if is. that person, which Kanye West, which we knew he wasn't gonna hop on board with no. that, that is potentially separation talk. So yeah. And, yeah, and it's possible like this new girl that he has and stuff like that. You can see already within the space of a week, she started dressing like a thingy, anyways, as well. It's, that's his new like, muse now. Yeah, but but control. wasn't he trying to tell Kim to turn it down? So why are you? trying to make this one more vulgar yeah. like obviously let people dress how they want to dress and listen i'm even tired of talking about it because <laughs> it's literally it's the children that i'm concerned for it's yeah. sad but i guess and obviously what are, what are your thoughts on you know like the tweet that came out about north being on twitter he's on in tiktok well actually um azealia banks had a fantastic tweet where she talked about um him basically doing the most and getting on to the one person that he shouldn't be, which is obviously Kim, because she's the one that's looking after mm. the, kids. the kids. And before when she was on the cover of something, I think in a belly top yeah. and she had eyeliner, you didn't have no issue with that. Yeah. So why is it now that you have an issue with this? Mm. It's control. So mm. I think she, she obviously she, she used quite colorful language yeah. and she called him some things. Um, but the undertone was there and yeah. I agree. Yeah. Like you literally pick and choose yeah. when, when to like dig at her parenting yeah. and it's not cool. I, I don't like, I don't like it when parents do that, when yeah. they try to dig at the other parent. Yeah. Publicly. Um, yeah. I, publicly or even behind Privately, doors. Like you, yeah. just, you just don't do it. And especially where she has the main custody yeah. over the children at the moment I agree. you frustrating her is going to lead to the frustration of your kids yeah you need to make sure that she is happy mm-hmm. in order to make sure that your kids are happy Absolutely. do not frustrate her you don't care because you're out here traveling up and down doing. with different women or yeah, whatever it's absolutely. not about you doing what you want to do for your kids because if it was you would be doing what you need to absolutely. do for your kids but you're not you just want to make it seem like make noise yeah you just want to make noise so cool yeah. go and make noise with somewhere else. your entourage somewhere else and let the woman actually look after her kids like she's been doing this entire time period period on and that on that (laughs) 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 
And speaking of that, like, obviously we've just got like a bit heated. Why are we so invested in celebrities in the first place? Obviously, obviously there's so much like news that comes out. Um, Why do yeah. we have this obsession with celebrities and their news and their information? And obviously, you know, you've got people calling um, Rihanna's baby to be um, niece or nephew. And it's like, you don't, she don't know you. Oh no. You're never like we do get invested. <laughs> I, I think we get invested because it's a nice. I don't know. Oh, I don't. You know what, Alex? It's a great question, but I actually don't know how to answer that. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why do we get so invested? Do, oh, I'm speaking as someone that. Oh God, do I get invested in celebrities? I mean, I can, I can tolerate it and like I could listen to it, but I don't know if I'm ever really, oh no, let me not lie. Maybe, maybe I am a bit. I don't, oh, that's such a good question. Yeah, like why, like why do we care? You know when they do dumb things yeah. and like there's these big think pieces and people are frustrated and people are annoyed yeah. and whatever. And it's like, why do we allow why do we allow ourselves to get annoyed by people that we don't actually know? I don't know if it's because they're out there, right? And mm. it's their business, right? And they let us into certain things. Like, for instance, I know we've just spoken a whole load of it, but, you know, like, you've got people like the Kardashians where they've kind of let you into their home. So mm. you do, well, people, not me, but I'm saying there are people that do feel kind of obliged to get involved or to fight and or to um I don't know take sides and stuff and I'm thinking like what wh- why yeah is it because it takes them away from their own reality it could be I think it could be um that that obviously because they've shared information on social media in particular the lines are blurred and there's yeah. not clear boundaries yeah so people feel like because they've seen you post your child mm. that they can comment on your child or because you've posted yeah. your relationship people think that they can comment on your relationship which actually brings me to a point um and and why I put the topic down in the first place yeah. so there is um I don't know if I, I call it a youtuber or, or influencer called Grace Agilore yes yes She's absolutely hilarious yes funny 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 girl I feel like I've been watching her videos for maybe like six seven years now yeah. and um she had a baby. Yeah. Uh, also had a pandemic baby as well. Yeah, he's so adorable. Dirt, yeah, definitely yeah. cute. And um, she was obviously in the relationship with the father of her child. Mm-hmm. And um, he was in videos, but obviously never showed him just like hear his voice and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he wasn't in videos anymore. Mm-hmm. Didn't really think anything of it. People obviously were speculating whether they were together or not. Mm. And then she put out a video this year, I believe, maybe last month or something, okay. confirming that she wasn't with him anymore. Okay. So then I saw um a couple of posts like on the Shade Borough of some fans kind of interacting with her saying, oh, like, oh, just realize that, you know, you're not with your partner anymore and um then she got a bit defensive it was almost a bit passive aggressive mm-hmm. like still trying to be positive but mm, like there's little slide digs like yeah this is old news haven't been with him for a year but people didn't know that you hadn't been with him for a year yeah so you can't get upset with so you can't like kind that. of get upset with that but also people are invested in in your journey and this is why i asked why do we allow ourselves to be invested if uh, which we see often whenever you kind of dig or if it's a sour, sour spot yeah 
then this is why it kind of flips and you become the bad person because yeah. the the questions that were asked I, I didn't think were bad but yeah. I, I can understand I can also understand it from Grace's point in terms of I've moved on from this yeah but everybody hasn't moved on from it with you because you didn't take them on the journey you took them to a I'm certain s- point yeah. and stopped and then you moved on and then you've said and yeah and you want everybody to kind of be where you are and yeah. that's not necessarily where everybody will be this is the thing right I'm so conflicted with that because I, like you said, I get it from Grace's point, but then this is just personal things, right? This is just my personal opinion. It's not, you're right. It is not a big deal. But for me, if I am an influencer mm-hmm. and I'm putting out certain content, mm-hmm. so let's say I'm talking about my relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, you know, maybe I don't think Grace did this, mm-hmm. but, you know, for people that do, you know, they might talk about how great their partner is mm-hmm. and stuff. And people, especially black uh, influencers, we really get swooped into black love and mm-hmm. all of that. And we love to hear like love stories. and yeah. everything. It's great. And people like be in the comments supporting the relationship. Mm-hmm. Couple goals. Couple goals, all of that. Yeah. But then you have to... God, when? Yeah, exactly. When me, please. (laughs) Are you hearing me? Send me Sierra's prayer. (laughs) All of these things, right? But then when, if the relationship breaks down, people are going to come and ask and be like, oh, I know you don't expect people to, but when you put out certain things, for me personally, you're going to have to expect certain things back Mm. so for instance like someone like me I won't put out certain things because I don't want certain things back Mm -hmm. so I have to control what I put out Mm. I can only for me you can be invested in what I put out Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and then whatever you don't know you don't know because then if I break up with my partner and stuff like that people had no idea they had no no idea how long we're together no clue so I'm not going to get any questions about Mm -hmm. it so I think Like you said, it's that blurred line. It's just like sometimes people are just like genuinely like upset because they've been invested in your mm. relationship and they've looked at it like couple goals. They're, 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 they're mourning they're the loss as well. As well. Yeah. Like it's just like, oh no, like I told people like, oh, like when I saw them together or heard them and saw how great they were as like parents or co-parenting or whatever, like I really wanted that for my situation mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. So then sometimes I feel like some, some obviously some people that do comment do take it obviously way too far mm. and just, you know, cross the line. But some, some people are actually just genuinely like, oh my God, like really sad about that. But I think like you said, people get on the defense mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. because they're like, no, I put that out. But then when certain things happen, don't come and question me. Yeah. And it's just like, well, it's a bit blurred. Yeah, the lines are, are blurred. The lines are so blurred yeah. there. And I don't think it's either party's fault. Mm-hmm. You just ha- have to either be careful what content you put out there mm-hmm. or when things happen, you just have to, learn how to manage it yeah so to speak so to speak it's either you curb it by putting out a statement straight away if you want to yeah if you split and stuff like that just so you can get out there and done Mm. and people can do their own morning by themselves or whatever you turn off your comments or i don't know yeah yeah there's never going to be a great balance i feel like with the two two. yeah because i guess ultimately social media is still is still young Mm. um but also, I guess, something that has been triggering people as of late. Male podcasters. <laughs> male podcasters have been disturbing so people bad for them. up and down. Now, obviously, I don't know why. Yeah. we as podcast babes, 
you know, we support podcasts yeah. as a whole. Yeah. I don't feel like we speak negatively of podcasts. Yeah. On this, all podcasts it, matter. Yeah, all podcasts matter. <laughs> and there's yeah. obviously, I believe that there's room for all of us. There's room Absolutely. for so many more to come through. Absolutely. I don't believe that there's, oh, everyone's doing a podcast now. Yeah. No, none of that. Um, You know, definitely support podcasts yeah. in this space. But our male counterparts yeah. have been slandered. Yeah. Up, down, left, right. I know, by women. By women, yes. Women saying... Women are tired. Women are tired. Women keep saying that men shouldn't be chatty. Like, it's it's a, it's a massive turn-off. Like, how can my man be chatting on a podcast? Mm-hmm. Like, that's... Like, it's a bit... A little bit sexist. But, like, saying, like, oh, he's a bit of a chatty patty. Yeah. Like, no stuff. And then the other thing as well is, like, on male podcasts, apparently, I don't know. I don't... I don't... I must admit, I don't really listen to male podcasts. But... They're saying as well, like most male podcasts just talk about women. Mm-hmm. Just, just that's it. If women weren't part of the conversation, they said half of the male there, there, there wouldn't be the wouldn't con- exist. Yeah, there wouldn't be the content. All they do is just slag women off, yeah. talking about bad vibes and mm-hmm. gold diggers and all of that. Yeah. Whereas they say with like female podcasts, you know, we talk about a bit of everything. When we're more rounded, we're more rounded. You know, you get more bang for your buck. So yeah, yeah. Would you date a male podcaster? <laughs> no, but you know what? They're, like, I, I want to take this opportunity to obviously yeah. praise the podcast, the male podcasts out there that are yeah. good. You do have, you know, for example, well, Halfcast Podcast is, is, has a rebrand. They said that they were finishing and then it was yeah. like, no, you can't. I, I thought, no, you can't finish. Like, you're yeah. one of the um, original, like, UK podcasts that I, yeah. I, I, I listened to. And actually, the... For me, in terms of the podcast, the visual content is fantastic. Yeah. Great interviews, like absolutely, uh, just absolutely an, an amazing place. Yeah. You have like 90s babies. Yeah. Um, I've heard of those ones. Yeah. yeah their, their, their podcast is great. Really yeah. enjoy it. Um, and then one of the like original kind of podcasts that are still gro- going now, ESM podcast. Yeah. So they're s- slightly older men and... It's nice to listen to them. It's refreshing because they don't get into like the the schoolboy, schoolgirl no. talk. Like they're settled down, have children. It's just nice to hear. A male perspective. Yeah, right? a male perspective. Now, I'm not sitting here saying that I have lots and lots and lots of podcasts that I listen to. Off the Cuff is another yeah. podcast as well. And there's loads of other good podcasts yeah. as well. And it's funny that, that people will not focus on the podcasts that have great content yeah. and actually talk about things of substance you won't do that. You're going to yeah. focus on the the ones that are nonsense. Stop giving your attention to. to there is ones. power in what you give your attention to. Yeah. Stop giving attention to these things. Stop like ranting about it, talking about it, giving them views. You're giving them what they want mm. by hook or by crook. These people want to blow and you're helping them to blow. Yeah. No, go and support the male podcasters the male... who are out there doing doing the work like yeah. doing the right things talking about things of of substance and because yeah. that's all i heard was literally just like people like asking that questions it's like oh would you date a male pod like a guy who was a male podcaster yeah. and stuff and you're just thinking i'm just thinking like I, I i don't know why i don't know why the topic came up yeah. I'm, not, I'm not quite sure as to I, I don't know. I feel like it's just individual preference. But like you said, I feel like there for me, there's some great podcasts out there 
that don't just solely focus on women. And yeah. it's really nice to hear like um, stuff from a male perspective, because even like when we had like the director on mm-hmm. this podcast, like I loved it because yeah. I thought it was just so nice to hear a man's perspective. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I get so caught up in like my female perspective. Sometimes my, my view is a bit clouded. Mm-hmm. I can't lie. Mm-hmm. Um, So it's so nice to hear what they think. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where this all kind of came. I don't know why, what, why or how this all kind of came, came, yeah, came out and be, stuff. Yeah. But it was a bit. It was a bit. It was a bit mental for me. A bit. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, why? Like. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if some, some. I don't know if somebody snapped and was like, "I've had enough." Yeah. Um. But also this this rhetoric, um, for me that was that was even more concerning was. You know, you had certain men saying, oh, I'll never allow my, my sister to date a podcaster. So first and foremost, who your sister dates is none of your business. Yeah. It's not for you to control. Like, again, like women have this thing where they're talking about what they, you know, they're talking about something saying that they, they don't like male podcasters yeah. or whatever. Cool. Yeah. And then you guys are want, trying to come inside the conversation and. Yeah. Like, no, like you guys are just that you guys are the type of men. And this is the thing. It's not male podcasters. It's a particular type of man. Yeah. Now, a lot of these types of men currently have a platform, a platform. and they kind of spew to their talk. spew whatever it is that they're, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're saying. Yeah. But in the long term, they won't actually be successful because there's yeah. only so long that people can take that content. Absolutely. Like can right? absorb that content. Because people want a varied amount of, topics to listen to right mm-hmm. you don't go on a podcast who you're just expecting to hear alex and i were talking about the same thing like if we we're male bashing all, all the, time. the time like come on like yeah, that's gets, boring and our, our lives are draining. much more interesting yeah, than that as well exactly there's there's more to life there's than just men life. yeah you know? absolutely um but yeah. um we'd love them but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do no we, we do. do we, we do we and i think do. i think it's important to say that you, yeah that like we love men and we love ourselves as well because i think yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think it's important to say that as well because there isn't there isn't a lot of love no and i see so much discourse because there isn't there isn't a connection between men and women. And yeah. when every time I go on Twitter, I see this discourse between yeah. men and women. It's like ultimately, you guys both want the same things. Absolutely, but you're not listening to each, to other, each other, and you're angry at each other, and you're pointing the finger at each other when you both want the same thing. And if there was just this vulnerability and yeah. and love that entered the group chat, then yeah. we wouldn't have this. Because both sexes do problematic things, of course. Like not one is better than the other. The other like yeah. we all have our problematic things that we do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it's about, like you said, just kind of understanding those differences, but not kind of pushing them apart by just creating this negative agenda about men versus women. And all yeah, that. Like, so I'm tired. Ty- like, can we leave, like, let's leave it behind. Oh. Like we're, we're, we're approaching, you know, the, the first quarter, the end, well, March basically yeah. If we can just leave it in the first quarter yeah. And the rest of the year we just leave this whole Men versus women debate behind yeah. And just continue About our day Honestly honestly, like Let's just leave it there So, But they say Covid was a man though No I'm joking ah! <laughs> Oh my days <laughs> Yeah sorry Sorry <laughs> Covid COVID did, Covid did travel around It did travel COVID around did travel around 
Um, on that note, <laughs> what advice would you give to your younger self? So I'll, I'll let you think about it. Okay. I think for me, what I would say to my younger self is going back to the whole celebrity thing, just not allow yourself to get so invested in other people's things and focus yeah. on yourself. I think it's, it's you can be supportive of people. Yeah. You can champion people on. You can be listening ear to people, but just also remember that, you know, you're you and I'm me. Yeah. And that have that boundary between the two entities or between you and anybody else um, so that you're not, imposing too much on them and they're also not imposing too much on you yeah and sometimes people don't intentionally mean to impose um but we kind of allow them to and and we you know other people's problems you literally start to carry it on your own head so yeah not not allowing myself to be so invested in in other people's problems obviously now everybody's it things like that don't bother me but once upon a time it definitely i did feel i feel like i would be stressed out and it's like it's not even it's not even my stress you're, you're stressed you're, yeah like my say, things taking, are in order yeah why am i stressed out because of headaches. yeah 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 so mm. um i think for me it's sometimes i think um sometimes it's nice to i think i would have learned would have liked to have learned to kind of step away from certain situations first just to get make sure I was in the right headspace because sometimes I think when certain things happen you feel like you need to react or you need to say something or you need to do something now Mm -hmm. but I feel like there's a beautiful art in just stepping away kind of assessing the situation from afar and then giving an answer or updating but sometimes I felt like you know sometimes when you're in a situation you feel like you've either got to say something now you've got to do something now and I think there needs to be a point of kind of self-care sometimes and saying, you know what, this situation for me right now isn't good. Mm. So I'm going to step back and kind of get my head straight before kind of giving an answer. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I agree. Sometimes there's this like sense of urgency to yeah. do something now. And it's just like, actually, no. No. And learning to be still. Yeah. And I know people have an issue with the word still. But still literally means being calm to me anyway, yeah. means being calm. Yeah. And there's there's nothing wrong with that. There's yeah. nothing wrong with being silent and being still and gathering yourself and then and then reacting. reacting so yeah, after. I really love that. Yeah. Do you? I love that. So guys, um, on that note, make sure you are following the podcast at Advice with Alex on Instagram, on Twitter. TikTok coming TikTok soon. soon. TikTok is definitely coming soon. And I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> definitely <laughs> looking forward. <laughs> to our TikTok journey. We're going to be bigger than the uncle. Oh, trust me. The, the, the vibe killer vibe uncle. Killer. <laughs> and also make sure you are subscribed. Make sure you're following the podcast. Make sure you like, share, comment, all that good stuff. Let us know what you think of our first episode back. Obviously, leave us reviews. You can on Apple. You can on Spotify as well. Five stars only. Mm-hmm. Anything less than five star, like Uber, just forget about just it. Just forget about it. It's okay. DM <laughs> us. We will make changes. We promise. <laughs> Any other business? No. So, guys, thank you so much for watching, for listening. That's it for this week. Until next time.